Hey, my name's Abby Murphy, and you're listening to the That's Life podcast, where we talk about the transitions of life and looking at it through a Christian lens. I'm going to go ahead and give you guys a little timestamp update, so if you don't want to listen to certain parts of the podcast, you don't have to. So if you want to skip the life update and go all the way to the prayer, go ahead and skip to 15 minutes and 30 seconds at this time. And if you want to go ahead and hear the main message of today's podcast, you can go ahead and skip to 16 minutes and 45 seconds. And with that being said, Thank you guys for listening, and let's get into the podcast. Yo, yo, yo party people okay i don't know why i said yo 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 i've i well i don't know if i say yo 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 all the time but today i did so we're just gonna go with it i guess i'm feeling kind of like cool and swag and yolo whatever anyways my name is abby murphy and welcome to the that's life podcast with abby murphy this is a podcast where we talk about the transitions of life um the ups and downs and uncomfy situations of going through life whenever it gets a little bit difficult and how to do that through a christian lens starting with the lord as our foundation and like i said before my name is abby murphy but you can call me anytime and i'm doing finger guns for those of you that don't know um so usually i film the podcast as well i've just done that the past two couple of podcasts um so i film it as well as audio but I didn't get to film it because of what I'm going to be talking about today, which is camp. So I just came back from FCA camp, which is Fellowship of Christian Athletes. Basically, this camp is for, I mean, it's designed for athletes, but like I never played a a sport in high school. Um, Well, I guess for my high school, like I ran all throughout high school and lifted all throughout high school, but I wouldn't consider myself skilled in the sport um, ball bat frisbee coordination kind of area I just I would consider myself athletic but I wouldn't consider myself coordinated with sports but I'm I still go and I represent the theater kids of America at that sports camp um but it's mostly geared towards athletes but um and I say that because the whole camp is like a huge tournament but the main part of the the whole FCA program itself is how do we start with the Lord and identify ourselves as Christians rather than athletes? Um, and so this camp, we like start with the word, we end with the word, we pray before or we pray after every game. Like it's very, very Christ centered and Christ at the focus rather than the sports. And so that's what this camp is uh, showing. And I got the blessing of being a huddle leader this week, which is a huddle leader is like the mini coach of your huddle so a huddle is like six to nine ten people uh depending on each gender guys get guys girls get girls so I had eight girls in my group and they were my huddle we're huddle 47 hashtag huddle 47 is going to heaven hashtag we should have won hashtag I'm not mad just disappointed and I was the huddle leader so we would walk around and compete in 15 minute games from ultimate frisbee spike ball football soccer uh tug of war we called it two mania but it's basically just tug of war um and you compete with all the other huddles throughout the camp so yeah 
I got to coach that and it was awesome. But it wasn't necessarily awesome because of the coaching. Like, that's fun and all. But what was really awesome about it was the huddle time that we had. And huddle time is where you and your huddle just get to talk about um, the message, talk about what you're learning, ask any open questions. So I'm going to dive into all that um, once we get into this podcast because this is going to be more of a story time podcast with my experiences with FCA. But before I do that, I have a story I don't know what it is about Thursdays. Thursdays are my filming days for those of you that don't know. Sometimes I'll do it before if I have a message laid on my heart. Like I try to do it towards the beginning of the week if I have something laid on my heart. But if I don't feel something super like passionately to talk about, I'll wait it out until Thursday just in case if like something comes to me. And by golly, without a doubt, the past like four or five Thursdays. The devil has just been coming for, it's something about Thursdays. The devil's just coming for me on Thursdays. I don't know what it is, Um, but it makes total sense because camp ended Wednesday and today is Thursday. And when I'm on fire for Jesus and just so filled up by the Holy Spirit, the devil's just going to try to come at me and he's not going to win because although I did get angry, I'm not even going to lie. I did get angry at today's situations, which you'll hear about soon. I will not let him win because my God is greater. So let's backtrack, rewind a little bit. And let me tell you just what happened this morning. So I guess a little life update. As you guys know, I'm still trying to get my period back because if you go listen to my race podcast about how I stopped the marathon, um, basically I'm trying to get my period back from marathon training so right now I'm going to be put in therapy have a dietitian and I had to get a bone scan just to like help with everything help navigate everything um emotions will probably be high with all the changes and navigating like not really knowing how to go about this and blah 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 blah, blah. so today I had two meetings in Nashville I had to get up at uh six well I probably should have got up at like 6 30 but I got out of the bed at 6 50 which was the day after camp and I was like exhausted and wanted to sleep in but I didn't because I had uh my first meeting at 8 30 with my ther with uh like it was like an initial like therapy session so for when you first begin with a new therapist you have to go in person to get like an evaluation I guess And so this therapist was in Nashville and I'm going to be doing it over Zoom, but with her, I had to go meet in person first. So we scheduled it for today at 830. We drive an hour all the way to get there. I'm like exhausted, super, super tired and just like majorly sleep deprived. And we get there and sit there at 830 and she's not there. And we call like three times. She doesn't answer. She's not there. We wait an hour and we realized there was like a miscommunication in scheduling, which I get, I understand. But just in the moment, I got really frustrated as any human would. Doesn't make it right. Um, I could have chosen to look on the bright side of things and I just didn't. And that's on me. And I admit that. Um, And it was a total mistake and it wasn't anything against her or anything. But it just... It was just bad timing with me being so sleep deprived. My emotions were really high. But then I had my bone scan at 1030. And so it was 930 and I was already in a bad mood. And so we had to wait an hour. We waited an hour. We go to the bone scan. We walk in and we check in. Hi, my name's Abby Murphy. And the lady says, it kind of concerns me that you're 19. We don't do bone scans until you're 21. And then my mom was like, what? And... (laughs) Um, 
she was like, yeah. And mom was like, but I already turned in Abby's information. Like the person that scheduled us knew she was 19. The doctor told us to come here. Like the person said it was fine that I was 19. They have all of her information. And the lady was like, yeah, well, we usually only do it when you're 21 and up. And mom was like, well, shouldn't I have been told that before? And the lady was like, yeah. So then she went and checked and then came back and was like, yeah, sorry, we're not going to be able to do it. And mom started crying uh, in the doctor's office. I was actually really proud of her because she, she, we were both just very just done at this point because we had drove an hour, (laughs) waited an extra three hours, eh, two hours. And then by this point we were like, oh my gosh. So she was mad. I was mad. And it, I, I was filling my huddle in about all of this. And, um, one of the girls in my huddle named Savannah, it was like literal God's timing for sure, because I get a voice memo from her and it was a prayer. She had, she was like, Hey, Abby, I'm going to pray over you right now. And the prayer was just like, send Abby comfort. And like, she had no idea that my stuff had been canceled. And she was like, give Abby comfort. Let her know you're there. Like, let her know that you are with her. And, just just exactly what I needed to hear in that moment and so I just told Savannah I was like you have no idea and another one of my girls Taylor was checking on me during that time and then later today um my girl Maddie texted in the group chat and was like Abby how'd it go so then I felt all of them on it and everybody was like, or in on it and everybody was like oh my gosh Abby I'm so sorry and I was like the devil is coming for me girls but he's not gonna win and um so that was like such a great support group to have on a very hard day. And Peter, my boyfriend, uh, like Instacarted me flowers and chocolates. So it it was just lots of God moments to pick me up, uh, to remind me that he's there and I have good people even when times are hard. So, you know, things don't always go as planned and it's up to us whether we choose to let it ruin our day and I chose to let it ruin my morning I did but I took a nap and I was like you know what I'm gonna crush the rest of this day and I feel like I have kind of had to get myself a little bit out of a slump but I feel good I feel good now I have great people in my life and not because they like give me chocolates or you know whatever, but like, just because they are uplifting and they check on me and find people that do that for you too. Because even at a distance, it makes so much of a difference. Like I haven't hung out with any of my friends in person today. And yet I feel so comforted and so loved by so many people. So it's, it's awesome. It's great. Find your support group, find your people, be open and honest with them. And, uh, you have no idea how much it could uplift you on days when you really need that. But anyways, so yeah, that was my morning and well we did highlight we did get chick-fil-a and this chick-fil-a was like the only one in the world that had other food sold along with it so i got sweet potato tater tots from chick-fil-a and let me just tell you it was the lord's food like literally the lord's food i'm yawning i guess that means it's time to pray and open up into the story time so let's bow our heads let's pray and then we'll get on into my experience at fca dear heavenly father I praise you for the hardships of life. I praise you for the hardships of the morning because 
um, through the testing of your faith produces perseverance. And I thank you that you've given me a group of girls this week to help support me on a day when I really, really needed it. I thank you for sending me a great man to do um, life with and partnership with. And I thank you for a, such a strong mother who holds it together when I'm quite frankly rude to her because of things she didn't even do. Um, I praise you for forgiving my sins and forgiving me for having a temper this morning. And uh, I pray now that you help me focus on the light in every situation. And I thank you that I had an amazing experience at FCA with these girls. Um, And I pray that my experiences and what I've learned and how I've grown in these past four days at camp um, comes through in this podcast and motivates someone to maybe step out of their comfort zone and go to a camp themselves. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. So I'm so happy that you're here. If you're listening, you are meant to be here. You're, you are not stumbled across to this podcast. You are meant to be here. Listen to this message. So I pray that you stay and you listen and maybe you'll get a few good nuggets out of it. So day one FCA camp is just for the huddle leaders. So the huddle leaders consist of mostly college kids. I did it last year before I went to college, but they're all, all graduated because FCA camp is from middle school to high, end of high school. So, um, yeah, this is my second time being a huddle leader. And on the Saturday that you get there, it's just huddle leaders and we go through training. So we kind of walk through what we're going to do with the kids and, um, our, we all have a huddle leader. So I had my same one from last year and they just kind of like walk through any questions we have, walk through how to share a testimony, which you can listen to my testimony on another podcast further on down. If you go to some of my beginning podcasts, um, but just kind of walk through that, get to know everybody um, hang out and whatever. And then that Sunday morning we wake up, kind of do the same thing, get ready for the day. And then campers arrive. And I, let me tell you, I was doubting myself so much and really just didn't think that I could do this because I was questioning if I was good enough and I was letting the devil get in my head and, and I was letting him like feed me all these lies of like, no, you're not strong enough in your faith right now. Like you could be doing so much more and it's going to show through whenever these girls ask you questions, whenever these girls try to get advice from you, like you're not going to know what to say because you're so distant from the Lord. And I was believing it, even though it wasn't true. And it really got to me when I was scared they weren't going to like me. I was scared I wasn't going to be cool enough because I was given all high schoolers. Like middle school is my comfort zone. Middle school age is my comfort zone. And I think it's because that's when I had my eating disorder. And so I know how like hardships in middle school work. Like I just know how the middle school brain works when hardships come. Um, not saying I didn't like experience hardships throughout high school. Obviously, if you've listened to my story, you know, I have, but that was like predominantly when the hardest moment of my growing up life pre-college had been. Um, but then I was given all high schoolers. I was like really nervous, um, just because they're so close to my age and I'm going to sit here and lead girls that are my age. And it's, it's scary. It's intimidating. Um, but yeah, I met a couple of them before, but then whenever we got introduced to each other, you jump right into games. And so I knew no one's name and we were competing. No one knew anybody. Uh, and it's kind of just, it's a lot, it's very frantic and very fast. And then you go sit and you listen to a sermon and whatever. So then we introduced each other, uh, in the huddle and everyone was pretty quiet. I had eight girls and each girl came in with a friend. So Caitlin and Caitlin came in together 
and then Maddie and Abby Kate came in together, and then Caroline and Olivia came in together, and Taylor and Savannah came in together. So each girl kind of had a friend. Um, and Taylor and Savannah were going into college, so I could kind of bond with them in that way because I had just experienced my first year in college. So right off the bat, I was like, all right, girls, brace up and get ready because college is hard. Um, and you can hear more about my college experience on my college uh, podcast if you want to hear about that. Uh, Taylor and Savannah, I encourage you to do so when you can if you're listening. Hi. Um, if any of my girls are listening, hi. And I hate even saying, like, my girls because they're literally just, like, my best friends. But that, like, leader huddle dynamic, I'm just used to just calling them my girls. But, I mean, they are my girls, but not, like, my little girls. They're, like, my girls. Anyways, so, yeah. So, um, everyone introduced themselves. And it was kind of nice that everyone had a friend. So, it was a little, like, already right off the bat just comfortable. And, like, half of my group had already been to FCA uh, or FCA a long time ago. and um, But everyone knew the Lord and everyone, um, like, had been to churches in some point in their life or was, like, consistently going to church. So, like, the whole idea of, like, testimony being a Christian, all of that kind of thing was already well known. But where majority of the group was at was um, kind of, like, just wanting more and just not knowing how to go about it which I feel like every Christian at every moment of their life feels they just want more like um how and how that's how I was it was like I just I just constantly crave more and I think that's kind of the point is that like like how the song says I want more of you God I want more of you God like we just constantly want more because like as Christians, we're never going to be able to do enough. Like Jesus literally died on the cross for every single person in the whole entire world and all their sins. And there's nothing that can equal that. So it's only human and it's only Christian, I guess I should say, to constantly feel like you can never do enough and to want more. Um, but yeah, throughout the three days, it went from like the first tunnel, everyone kind of being quiet and like awkward pauses before answers came out in huddles it went from that to like her last huddle people were like almost speaking over each other because they had so much to share and so much so much to say and the moment I realized that these girls like had so much wisdom to share kind of just like was shown throughout everything that we did like we would do one activity and I would see glimpses of each of these girls and traits each of these girls possessed um that like showed true leadership and true like faith through their actions um and then another activity would come and then I would kind of notice it with someone else and I I was just like wow these girls are so special so one thing I did with my huddle was I had us all write down questions on a piece of paper and then I took them mixed them up and then read them out loud and so they were anonymous questions and then I was like okay you guys answer it and these girls just started sharing such faith-driven advice and and spoke from the heart and like the confidence that they said with these answers was just it was so wise and I was like taking notes I was like wow like this is this is great and it was just so nice to see a group of young high school girls share and bond in their faith and talk through their struggles in a non-comparison way but in a way of I want to tell you what I've been through so that I can help you be the best version of yourself 
and I feel like so often in the high school, like, um, uh, atmosphere that we compare, especially like as women, we compare ourselves in the male gaze and guys also compare themselves in the female gaze, meaning like, if like I'm a girl, oh, I'm not good enough because this girl's prettier, so this boy's going to like this girl. Like, that kind of thing. I feel like we compare ourselves in that way. I feel like we compare ourselves with, oh, well, they're all going to hang out with people, so, like, I can't hang out with them because I don't fit in with them. Or, I mean, even bullying. I mean, there's so many things that just come up with how toxic the high school atmosphere can be. Um, peer pressure is such a huge thing. Uh, making you feel not cool because you don't drink or don't do drugs or don't go out with whatever or I mean even as simple as you don't go out to a sporting event because you have to study like people just make you feel bad for not doing what they do and it's time we stop listening to that because if we're following the Lord first and foremost that's what matters we're not going to live on this earth forever we're not going to live in high school forever I'm not going to be in college forever, but I am going to be in eternity forever. And so that's what the motivation behind all of my actions in this world should be. And that's what I, I learned with these girls. And that's what we kind of talked through, especially as they go into a new grade where um, influences and peer pressure is just going to be even greater. Um, yeah, so we did this thing called the prayer walk where we walked around and we knocked on houses and prayed over houses and prayed over people. And each girl prayed and I just... It was so amazing to watch these girls light up when someone said yes to us offering to pray for them. Um, And it was beautiful. And hearing these girls share their testimonies and just be so curious. They were so curious about so many things that I wish our world would allow that. Because you could tell like these questions were bottled up because the atmospheres that they were in wouldn't allow it because it's so filled with judgment and in this little camp bubble where everyone accepts everyone and everyone loves everyone it's so easy to just be open and vulnerable and that's why we make such great connections because we're being truthful with each other and letting our vulnerability come out but when we get back to the quote-unquote real world that's pushed down and society tells us to push it down and to hide and to try to just hide our weaknesses because it makes us look less than but that's so false and I learned that at camp and it's scary when the whole world doesn't go to camp because if one person gets out of their little community goes to camp and experiences this great amazing like totally radical change in themselves then goes back into the atmosphere that they were in where everyone else is kind of still in the same place that they were when someone comes back changed and a new person, it's so easy for them to be bogged down again and so easy for them to just hide it again because of the response of what they've shared and what they're, what they're doing. And so I encourage anyone listening, if you've experienced a change and you've experienced a moment where you're becoming the best version of yourself for Christ, write down how you feel, write down a plan of how you can go about remaining in this way and growing closer to him, not even just staying stable, but, but continuing on that uphill climb because you can, and you will, if you apply yourself and it'll be hard work, but it's, it's difficult. The grind of becoming a better Christian is difficult, but the downfalls of letting society tell you what to do is even more difficult and you'll experience more pain. Um, so that's my word of encouragement, but, um, 
the Lord was so present and seeing these kids worship like nobody's business. Um, the band that we had was called A Thousand Reasons. I think it was called A Thousand Reasons. And I got the pleasure of meeting each one of the band members and they were so kind and just, they were just awesome. They kind of reminded me of Maverick City Music. If you guys know who that is, just very go with the flow, let the spirit move, repeat lots of verses, repeat choruses, um, stop and talk in the middle to the audience with like, still like the the music and the instrumentalist playing like that kind of thing just really getting into it which was perfect for these high schoolers because they're they're cool people like the band was cool like it was modern and it was up to date and it was new and you know I think there's such beauty in music with worship and I think we forget and get so caught up in like comparing the theology of well you know we're not allowed to have music or we're not allowed to have instruments or blah 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 or we're not allowed to if you believe that, if you believe that, great. If you don't, great. I, I'm, I don't know the exact answer. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't know what, what answer to give you on what's right and what's wrong. But if all I can tell you is that I know I feel connected through worship and I know I feel connected through songs that make me feel with the Lord. And for me, that is, contemporary worship music. Now, I also love a good hymn. I'm, I'm not even gonna lie. I love a good hymn. Um, but there's something about the beauty of a modern sounding song that is just built and grounded and rooted in the Lord. For me, that's how I just feel so connected as a musician. Um, and if we get caught up in like, just the technicalities of, well, let me judge this or let me judge that or blah, blah. We miss the point. We miss the point. And I'd be lying to you if I said I didn't judge, you know, like so many times I hear things that are different from how my church does things. And I like my initial reaction is to judge and be like, oh, why do they do that? Or like, wait, what? Like, what's the deal with that? But I sit back and I'm like, I'm doing exactly what I preach on the podcast not to do. And that's so human of me. It is. But I'm admitting it here because I I have just preached on the podcast to admit your vulnerability. Oh, I just kicked my door. So I'm going to admit my vulnerability. I'm going to admit my mistakes. Um, but I kind of went off on a tangent there. The band, A Thousand Reasons. I love you if any of you guys are listening. Uh, I don't know if you are, but if you are, I'm like fangirling right now because it's crazy. But I got to talk to each one of them and they were the sweetest people ever and you can tell how much they love what they do and worship's hard because like every day you're not gonna like it's exhausting you're every day you're not gonna feel this super like total change and god wrecked my life type of like worship of just like super into it which is normal and human, but as a worship leader, they did a they did an amazing job of leading a congregation, no matter what was going on in their personal life. Um, and they, when they got on that stage, you could tell that they knew their job was to lead the congregation, and their boss was the Lord in doing that. And um, it was amazing. It was just such a great way to get these kids on fire for Jesus and show them that worship is is just as important to commit to as reading the word. Um, so yeah, 
that was my little worship experience, just seeing everybody raise their hands and jump up and down. Like the floor was literally shaking. Like I felt the floor shake from all of these high schoolers jumping up and down to, um, what's the song? Pick me up, turn me place. Oh, I thank God. I thank God. Uh, by Maverick City Music. Anyways. Uh, yeah, it was awesome. Um, and then to close the last day of camp was just so, it was so bittersweet because I, I know that these girls are going to go out and do amazing things and they need to be free from the camp bubble because they're going to go change people's lives. But I wanted to hold on so bad (laughs) to this little community that we had built, um, because it's comfortable and it's comforting and it's, it's a little selfish of me to say that. I want to stay with them forever, but like, they're like butterflies. They got to spread their wings and go like they got to go spread into their communities, what they've learned because they're ready. And so waking up this morning and seeing pages upon pages of notes from their Bible readings that they did and getting a voice memo of a prayer and seeing how intentional our conversations are and seeing how everyone's saying, oh, I miss you and I miss you. And, you know, it just brought so much joy into my heart on such a hard morning. And honestly, it was like the thing that kept me going. And I don't know what's going to come of this morning, but all I know is that it was for a reason and my appointments got canceled for a reason and I had a support group to help me through it. Um, And I had a great boyfriend to help me through it. Uh, A couple of other shout outs that I want to give from camp. Micah, if you're listening. (laughs) Hi, Micah. Um, Micah was a standout. He wasn't in my group, but he, if I'm not mistaken, he's graduating this year, I think, question mark. Um, But Micah, my, uh, my girls really took a liking to Micah just in like a very sweet, endearing way of just like, he's such a great guy. And, you know, and so, uh, Mike and I bonded uh, as buddies in just uh, a great way. And uh, all the girls listening, if you have the pleasure of meeting my friend Micah, well, you just don't even let him go because he's a special one. He's a special Christian boy who actively pursues the Lord. Um, So don't let him go. If you get the chance to be around him, go for it. Um, Another sweet friend that I made, her name was Genesis, and she got saved this week, which was so amazing to watch her flourish, but she just had this beautiful smile that just like drew me close to her. Like, I don't know what it was. So I went up to her and I was like, your smile is so pretty. Like it, and she just lit up and like smiled even bigger, which I didn't even think was possible. And then that night she came up to me and was like, can I give you a hug? And I was like, yes and uh yeah so ever since that day we had just kind of like grown closer and we never really had a chance to like have a full conversation but it was like uh we both knew we cared about each other type of thing because at camp it's it's hard to kind of sit down and have a conversation with someone who's not in your huddle because everything's just go 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 all the time uh but she was so sweet and just such a kind soul. And I saw a bunch of my campers from last year, which is amazing and so great to see them come back and it just made my heart so happy to see them accept Jesus Christ last year and come back a year later and still be there and still be on the path of wanting to get to know him more and following him more. Um, it was amazing. It was just, it just brought so much love into my heart. And I have so much love for this program and so much love for FCA and the FCA camp itself and everything that it stands for. 
um, having sermons in the morning, sermons at night, and these things called buzz groups, which are basically like mini sermons. My preacher, Pastor Greg, uh, spoke in a buzz group and he was spitting facts. And Pastor Greg is very, very good um, when talking to high school and college age students because he doesn't sugarcoat anything. And we needed to hear the truth and we needed to hear about recent uh, things that are going on in this world without um, kind of gracing over the idea of it. Like kind of like how I just did in saying recent things of the world. You know what I mean? It's like you say, um, oh, you know, with everything going on in politics right now and kind of just say the general idea. Like, no, he doesn't do that. Like he calls it out. And I don't know enough about politics to pinpoint things out and whatever but after (laughs) after hearing him speak I feel like I do because he's he talks about what we go through in this world and he talks about what the devil throws out at us in this world and how it leads to us fighting on Facebook and saying our political beliefs and just going back and forth and he kind of just says what's the point of all this going back and forth and where is Jesus in this um and it's, he's just great. So it, it was an amazing message to hear. Um, but we had night sermons, morning sermons every day. We would eat with our huddle and just the conversations we had over meals just was just so great. Like even when we didn't have an outline of what to speak about in our specific huddle time, like when we were at these meals, we would just talk and just talk as friends. And we all had that that foundation and bond through Christ. So even the silliest conversations were intentional and meant something. Um, it was beautiful. It's just beautiful. And uh, yeah, that's really <laughs> that's really all I have to say. Just the the whole experience was amazing, and I learned so much. And my love for these girls just grows and grows each day. And I pray. Well, I say I pray every day, but. It's only been one day since camp, but, uh, I will continue to pray every day that huddle 47 stays close and stays connected because these girls are so special and the bond that we have is so special. So, so special tongue twister. I'm tripping over my words. So I think that means I should be done. Um, thank you guys for listening. If you want to hear more podcasts, go ahead and click on any other one that you see. I'm on Apple podcasts, starting YouTube. You won't be able to find this podcast on YouTube. I'm sorry. I just got to cut myself a little bit of slack. Um, the YouTube grind is still going to go strong though. And you can also find my, did I say I'm on Spotify? Well, I'm on Spotify. Um, you can go head over to the Instagram if you want to get a little more insight on being a little more interactive. Uh, I do a lot of question things on there. I do a lot of polls on there. It really helps with uh, shaping the podcast, just how to view everything and how I shape my podcasts. It's all through the Instagram. So if you want to follow the Instagram, it's at the that's life pod at T-H-E-T-H-A-T-S-L-I-F-E-P-O-D. Yes, I spelled that right. Um, You can also click on the link tree that's linked in my Insta bio to the TikTok, which I think it's just the That's Life podcast or That's Life podcast or something. That's just my personal TikTok, but I post a couple uh, Jesus videos on there as long as uh, along with my dancing videos. Um, But maybe you'll get a couple laughs from that. Who knows? Uh, Am I forgetting anything? YouTube. I think that's it. I really think that's it. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you for listening to the FCA podcast. Um, you, 
I'm sorry, but you probably won't get a YouTube video of the next podcast either because I'm going to camp again on Sunday with my church. But I'm going to try to video some things at camp or just try to put out like a random vlog or something um, just to get something else on the YouTube because I want to keep up with the YouTube, but I'm not going to set like a super strict schedule for myself. But I did buy a ring light, so I got to use it. It's sitting in my room now staring at me, so... Um, Anyways, with that being said, thank you guys so much for listening. Go join a camp. If you need a sign to go join a Jesus camp this summer, there is still time left. This is your sign. Go do it. Your life is going to change forever. Um, And the Lord will be so happy to see that you're in the presence of him and wanting to learn more. So uh, thank you guys for listening. I love you, Huddle 47. I love you, FCA. And I love all of you listeners. And Jesus loves you. And that's life.